0: From the Operation mind Crime Release that is Queen's Reich with spreading the disease. <laughs> I guess they're all related this to tonight, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gotta you know, we gotta be anthemic. We gotta have a theme here. Have anthemic a theme. Anthemic, pandemic. It's all the same, right? It's all the same to me. Yep. <laughs> all right. I saw this week uh, they announced uh what do they, what do they call this thing? It's, do you know what the tour is with, um, rat slaughters, skid row? Oh, it's, it's called canceled. It, no,
1: it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's called, um, what is it? The The rock kills the summer rock, Yeah.
0: I saw, I saw the, um, the ad for it and I just, out of curiosity, I just was curious as to, you know, what tickets were going for. Yeah, and, and let me see here. I'm gonna pull this up. I should have picked, pulled this up while we were in our break, but I didn't. Yeah,
1: oh, I I have no idea what the tickets cost for this. Well, thing.
0: I I do know uh, because I did look at them when it was announced. And uh, let me see here, concert tickets. They're not actually bad for if you you know it's 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 compared to a lot of other shows. Not bad at all. I I saw that uh, you could get tickets like uh, right in like the uh, uh, for like the theater type shows. Okay. You could get tickets like within the first 25 rows for like 30 bucks. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Now they oh. are, they are offering the VIP packages and things. What's that? 6,000 bucks. No, it isn't really that bad. It's, it's a couple hundred dollars, but you know, it's again, it's the whole meet and greet and all that shit okay Let's see here concerts rat with the oh big rock summer tour the big rock summer yeah big rock summer tour can't wait to not go to that yeah um I'm looking at tickets now like in section two okay like 202 twenty seven fifty That's not bad Mm-mm. um scrolling down here I'm looking. Yeah, it looks like uh thirty seven fifty. Yeah, doesn't look like uh this this uh is at the Rosemont Theater here in Chicago. Okay. And, and this is supposedly taking place uh June sixth. And uh looks like tickets uh, looks like the highest ticket price for just the normal seats, nothing special, no no meet and greet or anything. Thirty seven fifty. Sure. Now there are some uh course these are the brokered tickets some of them are but i don't see anything higher than 50 bucks okay that's really not terrible yeah but most of them standard seating 2750
1: okay
0: i'm trying to see what the vip packages cost looking here but i i I just hate this whole uh you know this the whole reselling (laughs) of the whole ticket thing right yeah that, that's ridiculous oh it they, is. this it's is uh
2: sucked.
0: rat uh tom keever skid Row, and slaughter all right 50 bucks yeah
1: what do you got between them two three original members yeah pretty much
0: that, i guess yeah yeah people just go to hear the tunes anyway right yeah of course i know jack will be there those sure. are all his favorite bands yeah sure Only if they're doing four sets of deep purple covers. Yeah, I'm looking for the more, the, the, let's see here. They got the rat lay it down, meet and greet package for two. That is a pair of tickets. Okay. That includes two tickets in rows one and two. Uh, a Les Paul two, let's see. Les Paul two guitar by Epiphone Mm -hmm. and autographed rat. What is this? Autographed rat. Uh, oh, it's the, the guitar is autographed by rat, a meet and greet and photo op with rat three personal items signed by rat for each guest. Wow. Two limited edition posters autographed by rat two exclusive, uh, merchandise packs, uh, two VIP comm- commemorative laminates. Okay. Uh, one hundred. Let's see, one two hundred dollar merchandise voucher redeemable at the official Rat Online store. Uh, right. merchand. Let's see, merchandise items uh, collected on site. Here's full details. Trying to see what the price is on this. And the prices here just. Uh, lays it out as to what, what's included, but it doesn't show the how much it costs. Maybe they don't want to scare you away. I don't know. Let's see here. If there was any prices here. But I'm not seeing any. Hmm. Well, it comes
1: with a guitar. It's got to be a grand.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It, the uh, the uh, little slider bar only goes up to 123 bucks. Uh, and you can buy the vip with that that's what it looks like
1: shit i'll do that you sell a guitar for
0: 123 dollars. yeah but that doesn't mean you're gonna get it it's a it's a giveaway it's like maybe you get in a a drawing or something it's a raffle yeah (laughs) so you get a raffle ticket maybe
1: fantastic probably giving away one on the tour maybe
0: (laughs) all right um well, I'm looking, I'm looking at these, uh, tickets here and, and they don't, they're a little more expensive, but they're not that much more expensive. The, oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Um, if you're in the pit section, uh, one Oh two row four. So your fourth seat four four rows in. Okay. Um, $198 pass. That's a skid row VIP meet and greet package. Okay. That's 198 bucks. The the Rat Way Cool Junior fan package is two seventy-three. <sighs> uh the Rat You're in Love photo op package is five five forty eight. Jeez oh man. So to take a picture with Steven and friends. Well, I guess it, it comes with all the other shit too, but Okay. and then the Rat Lay It Down meet and greet package for two tickets. You get two two tickets with this. Mm-hmm. And the meet and greet package and all that—it's nine ninety eight, right? For two, seems like a bargain to me. Yeah, so it's five hundred a piece. Yeah, pass,
1: pass. I might see the show, but <laughs> I
0: sure wouldn't be going to the meet and greet. Five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. well, that's that's within the first uh, two rows, right? I don't care. Well, that's for the really hardcores though. Yeah.
1: Dude, I wouldn't pay that much to sit on stage,
0: <laughs> but you have, yeah, I've, I've spent close to that, but no, no, no. Uh, I mean, you have been on stage, so for I you, have. it's not a big deal. True. But even if I hadn't, I still
1: wouldn't pay that. No way. That's just gouging. Sorry. That's just gouging. I get it. They have to, cause I'm not going to make any money selling records anymore, but right. fuck that yeah. 500 bucks. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. So yeah, well, that's that's for the two, so it's nine ninety eight. That's the highest ticket package there. Did you hear that? Um, that uh, WBS
1: has to pay um, Juan a quarter million dollars in legal fees.
0: They have to pay Juan. Yeah. Now for that's now, now that's that's the Bobby Blotzer one that he claimed allowed him to do what he did, right?
1: allegedly it's not real clear on the article if it's just blots or because they were part of the group if that's also going to be Steven and and Warren and well that's, I don't know
0: it just says WBS
3: well, Inc. well W been,
0: WBS was Blotzer Warren and Steven that's yeah. what that's what WBS stands for
3: so if
1: it's still my read on this is probably that those three collectively have to pay Juan a quarter million dollars and now Juan and Steven are gonna have to sue Blots for their piece of it because he used the name illegally.
0: Yeah. He
1: used the, the the brand and the or the, the the the
0: he he didn't have the proper rights. Yeah, to, yeah, because because and, the original rat agreement was still in place from nineteen eighty five. Mm-hmm yeah but it's a mess it's two hundred thirty two
1: thousand nine hundred twenty seven dollars <laughs> and fifty cents and is fees.
0: that is that is that just the back pay from when rat reconvened in ninety eight it's just the legal fees it's it's legal fees and oh yeah yeah fact- so so that, his his legal fees or his suit Against WBS is what brought around, uh, the, the discovery that the original rat agreement was still in place.
1: Correct. And it says that not only that, but the council, the guy that, that Bobby was always touting as the litigious guy that, that, um, Drew Sherman guy. Yeah. He's been personally ordered to pay a libel fee of eighty five thousand three hundred fifty seven fifty. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Ouch. Yeah. But you know, none of them are paying any of that shit. There'll there'll be a quick bankruptcy filing and that'll be it. Of course. That'll, that'll go away. That'll be a, that'll be a judgment that's never paid. Don't you
0: think? Yeah. I mean, can't get blood out of a turnip. Yeah. You think Blotzer's got a quarter million dollars sitting around? Seriously doubt it. Yeah. He might have it, but he probably doesn't have it extra. Yeah. Not, not just to pay in, but, but it's not that quarter million dollars. Is it only on his shoulders alone? That's a, yeah, but what a mess because now does
1: that cause a rift? If it doesn't get paid, does that cause a rift between Steven and Juan again? And Steven's third of that would be what? 80 grand 80. times eight, 24. Yeah. Steven would owe 80 grand of
0: that. Yeah, if they, you know, if they were all uh, equally responsible, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. What
1: a mess. What a mess. So when did this come down? Uh, Either yesterday or today. It's on Metal Sludge. Oh, is it? 18 hours ago. Hmm. So yesterday, I guess. Yeah, it's it's on Metal Sludge right now. And all the court papers and stuff are there, but what a disaster. Yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> if Bobby would have just stuck to the Bobby Blotzer experience, none of this would have happened. And he'd be be—he'd probably still be out touring right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, if he, if
0: he couldn't have kept his big mouth shut.
1: Yeah. If he would have just been the Bobby Blotzer experience or the rat experience or Bobby, what was it? Bobby Blotzer's rat experience. Yeah. If he would have done that, he'd be fine. He'd be still out there touring. You yeah. have a new singer. Cause I understand that Josh Allen guy is really sick. I've heard that too. He, that he's, he's sick. in what regard? Like in regard that his girlfriend, wife, whatever, put up a go fund me to keep him alive. Type of a sick, he's got something like bad. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I, I don't remember where I read that, but I did read that, that there was like a go fund me for that guy. Cause he's like really sick. So. But it could have been it could have been Sean Sheldon out there <laughs> leading the Bobby Blotzer Rat Experience, and he'd be doing fine right. He would probably be doing okay right now, because that band was good.
0: You well, know, well they were, they, they were t- yeah, but they were touring under the Rat name, not the Experience mm-hmm. name.
1: But if he did it for a year or so, he would have established it.
0: Yeah. Sim- yeah. Uh,
1: Similar to it, and
0: what Jason Bonham did. Yeah. He, but you know, he was going for the big gain. Yeah. He went for the quick buck. Yeah. Instead he went for of the, the big, Yeah, build. He went for the name recognition, the, the brand recognition.
1: Yeah. He would have just stayed with the Rat experience by now. It would have meant something. Sure. Cause that would have been what? Five years. More, yeah. At least it would have meant something at this point. Right. Oh, well, sorry, Bobo. Wow. Okay. Mr. Blotzer, not calling you fucking blots. <laughs> Just to be clear, I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah. Well, well, what's interesting, uh, you know, about all this is it's when you look back 30 years or so, mm-hmm. you you never would have thought that these guys would still be fighting over the, over, you know, picking at the bones of what once was a great entity. Yeah. But they sure, they sure are. <laughs> i mean it was sad i mean i i really liked that lineup that they had with uh with uh, carlos Cavazo. yeah it was good yeah it was really good it was the four you know originals and carlos and he fit right in there yeah and
1: he, he was quiet enough to not take like spotlight need or anything he just showed up killed live yeah. played beautifully live and and did his thing and went home yeah yeah, I, I like that lineup, too. When we saw them at um, whatever that was, Rock, Rock USA. Rock
0: USA, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were kick-ass. They were kick-ass. They sounded great. Yeah, it was a good, good, good show. It was a good show. Well, I, I had uh, talked to uh, Don and John, mm-hmm. who are still good friends with uh, Warren, and they said that he is, like, really deaf. Like, like can't hear deaf. Yeah. Deaf, deaf, you know, like he's, he's like, when you talk to him, he has to really lean in to hear you talk because, you know, of the years of uh, tinnitus. Right. And they said, man, he says, he, you know, you stand there and talk to him and he, they said, before you know it, he's like leaning al- almost right up to your mouth. Right. To hear, hear what you're saying.
1: Dude, did I ever tell you my, my hearing aid story with an interview? No. <laughs> it's a silly story. But, but you just reminded me of it. It's funny. So, you know, who else is like that, where they, they have, they have some hearing problem is Paul Gilbert. Okay. And if you ever look at like Mr. Big videos or whatever, recently you'll see he wears big headphones on stage and stuff because he is so, he is so deaf and he can't, you know, he has the bad tinnitus and everything else. Well, I was I did an interview with Paul Gilbert, I don't know, probably eight, 10 years ago at this point. And the publicist told me, she was like, make sure you speak up to Paul because he really can't hear very well on the phone. And I was like, okay, sure. You know, no problem. And so I get on the phone and I'm like, Hey Paul, how you doing? You know, <laughs> I'm all loud, <laughs> you know, I'm all loud with him. And I do that for about three questions. And like, after the third question he stops me, he's like, dude, why are you fucking yelling? <laughs> I was like, I was like well, your publicist told me to, to speak up. And, and she was, and he's like, yeah, but I have volume control on my phone, dude. I can hear. <laughs> <laughs> and he totally shit on me for, for yelling at, the, at him during the interview. Oh, but <laughs> uh, that is funny. It was just a little funny thing that the publicist was like, speak up loud. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. How long ago <laughs> was that? Nine, ten years ago? Oh, okay. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. It was it it wasn't even for CMS. I think it was for Pitriff or probably for Pitriff. You know, i mean it's been a long it might even have been for music's bottom line. It might have been twenty years ago. I don't even remember at this point. It's a long time ago. Sure. But yeah. That was one of two goofy ones that a publicist completely sent me down the wrong path on. (laughs) The the other one was Eddie Money. I I, um, I had to do an inter I was doing an interview with Eddie money and it was at, um, nine 30 in the morning. And I just, was, I asked the publicist, you know, I was like nine 30, is he even going to be up? Cause you know, I know rock stars, nine 30 in the morning does not exist in rock star world. Right. You know, I, I know that point blank. And so I was like, and the publicist was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he'll he'll be up. He runs. He's a jogger. He, he gets up at jogs every morning before, you know, before starting his day. So I call, you know, at, at the scheduled time, I call. I get this fucking answer out of a dead fucking sleep. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Eddie. And
3: he's like,
1: yeah, who is this? And I'm like, it's Chris from music's bottom line. Do I know you? And I, and I was like, yeah, we're supposed to do an interview. And he's like, oh, dude, I, I, I must've forgot. I, he's like, can you call me back in like 10 minutes? I got I'm not, I'm still in bed. And I was like, okay, sure. You know, no problem. So I hang up and you go maybe 10, 15 minutes, whatever it was. I call him back and he's, a, he's somewhat more awake, but he's not, he's still like brewing coffee and shit, trying to get his life started. <laughs> And I said to him, I I said, dude, I am sorry, man. We can reschedule if you want. And he's like, no, let's just do it, man. Let's just get this done. You know, I got this (laughs) record to promote. So let's just, just do it since you're on the phone now. And I was like, well, dude, I was told that you run and that you'd be up because you're a runner. And he's like, he's like, runner, jogger. He's like. The furthest I jog is to go take a piss in the morning. That's the <laughs> furthest I go to jog. I ain't never run a mile in my life. It's uh, <laughs> funny. He was just like, what? He was, and, and he was like, who is the publicist that said this? <laughs> Cause he couldn't even name the publicist. Right. Right. You know, he was probably, he probably had a radio publicist, sure. and a print publicist and all that other shit. So he, he didn't even know who set it up, but I was just like, well, dude, this is who it was. And you know, this is what I was told is that you're a runner and and sure as shit <laughs> he shit on me for that one. Oh, that's funny.
0: <laughs> Very funny. Too good. Yep. Well, since we're talking about concert tours and whatnot, all right, our uh our friend Matt Barth sent this one over. Apparently, Live Nation loses 1.8 billion in one day due to the uh coronavirus disruption of the concert industry.
1: Yeah, they canceled everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, music festivals and concert tours are being canceled around the world due to the coronavirus, and the large concert promoter in the u s is feeling the pain a bet billboard reports shares of Live Nation fell sixteen point six percent on Wednesday, representing a single day's loss of more than one point eight billion dollars in mm-hmm. stock market valuation and in it, and it's unclear when the stocks will improve as the Dow Jones industrial average lost more than 1800 points on Thursday, but they almost gained 2000 back on Friday. Right?
1: See, that's what, what is, is this not a case? And, and I obviously I want you to continue the story, yeah. but is this with live nation with the shareholders? Is this not just a case of fucking panic? One Oh one. That's it. That's the in only no, but the, I, in, in this business, in the concert business, You absolutely know that these guys are going to reschedule this shit. Yeah. So it's all going to come back. They're still, they still have the best infrastructure, the best ticketing, the best venues, the best everything. So they're going to get the best tours once again, you know? So why would you run? I don't understand why
0: people are running away. I don't know. You know? Again, it. again, it's an, an emotional uh, reaction. Yeah, I guess.
1: It just, it just, it doesn't click in my head is you're, I, and again, maybe it's because I was always taught that when you do put money in the market, you, you, you go for the long haul.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't do the short gain. Oh,
1: no, you don't do, you don't sit here watching the ticker on your computer and jump in and out every two seconds. Well, unless you're a day
0: trader. Yeah. I mean, if if that's what you do to make your money and you, you do buy and sell all day long, that's a different story. But if you do it as an investment, like, you know, an IRA or anything like that, 401k, uh, you just leave it in. And if you see the country falling apart in something that
1: looks very much like it's going to be short term, why would you ever jump out? You
0: wouldn't, you, you leave it alone. It'll always come back. It always does. And it'll probably come back stronger. Yeah, well, that's why I got money ready to go. Yeah, that's
1: smart to invest this week.
0: That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, According to the Digital Music News, Live Nation has seen shares fall more than 43% over the past month as the coronavirus spread to 116 countries and infected more than 127,000 people worldwide. Now, think about that. Mm -hmm. 127,000 people. It's yeah. basically two stadiums full. Yeah, for the entire much. world,
2: mm-hmm.
0: not just the U.S., but the entire world. Yep. And, and they people, lost 1.8 billion yeah. out of 124,000 people. Yeah. Ooh. But think about that. Think of think of just India alone and their their uh, population, or China. Hmm. You know they they've got a billion people. Yeah. Just in those countries alone, you know, more than, you know, how, how big is China or even India? What are they like 2.3 billion or something like that? Billions of people. Sure. You know, we got 350 million, yeah. but, but the, uh, you know, reported cases around the entire world, mm-hmm. 127,000.
1: Well, you know, that's the same number as the number of people that took a shit in the streets of San Francisco today. Yeah, pretty much. Same exact number. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, Live Nation shares recently saw a high of $76.60, but were just $42.01 at the closing bell of Wednesday, wiping out nearly half of its market cap. Coronavirus has already forced major uh, events, including South by Southwest Festival in Texas, Coachella in California, Ultra Music Festival in Florida to be postponed or canceled. Artists like Santana, Green Day, uh, BTS, Pearl Jam, Zach Brown Band have postponed their tour dates. Some cities have forced cancellations by banning large gatherings to prevent further spread of the virus, and a few mm-hmm. in central New York, including Everlast and Homer. Uh, I don't even know what this is. OAR in Ithaca and Adam Sandler at the Turning Stone have postponed their shows out of an abundance of caution.
1: OAR is like a Grateful Dead knockoff.
0: Okay. Um,
1: yeah. Well, for all I heard there was that you saved one girl in Boston's asshole from being fucked.
0: <laughs> exactly, at the That's Zach the Brown band. <laughs> According the balloon knots. Yeah. <laughs> one balloon knot saved. Exactly. <laughs> According to the New York Times, canceling or postponing shows can especially hurt artists, as the majority of ticket sales go to performers who see fewer and fewer royalties from music sales in the streaming era. Concert mm-hmm. industry was expected to bring in $29 billion in 2020 compared to $22 billion in record sales. Wow. Uh, this is a unique time. Live Nation Entertainment CEO Michael Rapinoe, uh told the Times, everybody has to figure out how the show goes on and how it goes on smartly and safely. Live Nation, which books several upstate New York venues like the St. Joseph Health Amphitheater uh, at Lakeview, Darien Lake, and Saratoga Performing Arts Center has not canceled any summer or fall concert dates. Uh, 27 concerts are currently scheduled at the St. Joe Amphitheater in Syracuse uh, beginning at the end of May. However, Motley Crew manager Alan Kovac said some artists have already delayed on uh, have already delayed on-sale dates for tickets, fueling further uncertainty about the near future.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's chaotic and stressful from the agents and managers to their artists, their families, and their support teams. Another issue is the insurance for cancellations. It's it's covering the uh, coronavirus in some cases. Ultra Music Festival has refused to give out refunds instead of offering benefit packages such as tickets for next year and South Mm -hmm. by Southwest fired one of it fired one third of its full-time staff. As some speculate, it might not be financially able to return in 2021.
1: Sure. Well, that sucks. That sucks. You know what? That's every industry. Yeah. You know, I I mean, I'll talk about the airline industry for a minute. You know, they're not going to give me that 1500 bucks back. Probably not. They're not. They're going to tell me, well, you should have bought the insurance. I know that's what they're going to tell me. But they're going to offer me a voucher to, to fly again. You know that's probably what I'm going to get. Probably, yeah. $1,500 voucher yeah. to fly again. Correct. And, and that's okay. You know what? I mean, is that perfect? No. But, you know, I mean, this is where people have got to – a couple things come to mind out of, out of what you just read there. Number one, everybody needs to settle down a little bit. We've known we've been in state of emergency, what, two days now? Yeah. Three. Yeah. So everything's not fleshed out yet. Everything has. We have no idea how long this is going to be. We have no idea, you know, what, what impact everything's going to have. So everybody panicking right now. And and what am I going to do about my flight? What am I going to do about my show? What am I going to do about my business? What am I going to do about blah, 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 my concert? Calm down. Give it a week or so. Let's face it. If you have a show in July, why would you cancel in March when you have no idea what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, just sit tight for a minute. Wait, wait a week or two. It's not going to affect you any differently in two weeks to cancel than it is now. I don't know why. Why? these events, especially the ones that are like in August or whatever, why are they canceling? Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense except for everybody's overreacting. Again, you just have to kind of ride it out. Everybody has to ride this thing out, you know, in their life, whether that means buying food and toilet paper and shit like that, or whether it means trying to get your concert tickets refunded or, you know, I mean, I've known, I, I, I was told, I think Thursday by Bob that the, that the thing in San Francisco was canceled. The, the screening right in San Francisco was canceled. I'm not going to call the, the airline right now. What good would it, do you think I'll get any help right now? If I call the airline, No, they'll be like, sorry, dude, there's a million people calling. We'll get to you when we get to you. Sure. The obvious thing to do is wait until it's closer to the time and say, look, my event was canceled. Give me, give me what you're going to give me. And then argue with them at that point when it's a little less busy. You know, everybody needs to take a step back right now and just kind of take a deep breath, calm down. Don't you think? Yeah. And especially Live Nation, what are they doing canceling everything? That's crazy talk. Yeah. You know, I get it that you cancel for the rest of March, you know, I certainly understand that that you cancel for the rest of March, but who knows what April 1st is going to bring. We might get the all clear next week. You don't know. Nobody knows.
0: Yeah. Nobody knows anything.
1: Yeah. It's too soon to know anything. Just ride it out.
0: Everybody, everybody with their, what if, what if,
1: yeah, here, I got a, what if for you or, or, or an over under, or just a how many. I'll just make it a just a how many. How many wife beatings do you think that this country is going to see <laughs> in the next 30 days? You don't have to give me a number, but give me a percentage a, over. A wife let's beating? Say, let's just say that the, the if the average percent per year is like half a percent yeah. of wives take a beating from their husbands and, and report it. How many do you think are going to happen in the next thirty days? Two percent. I'm I'm thinking right in there, two to three percent. Yeah. How many abused kids?
0: Boy, it's hard to say. Uh, that's going to be high. Not sexually abused. Yeah, just 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 slapping them around or yeah. whatever. Just getting a backhand they, for because they're not at school and they're getting under their skin.
1: And you're trying to work. Yeah people are trying to work from home while their kid is yammering in the background. I don't want to watch the lion King. (laughs) (laughs) Five percent. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. That's what I'm thinking too, is it's going to be people should look at the real things to worry about. Concert tickets are not one of them. You are going to definitely see some, some assaults. How much, how long, how long, until we get our first mass looting starting flash mob met let mass lootings uh, i don't know is, is there a reason to do that well because the stores are running out of product already are they so well yeah people are buying up at dude go, go online every fucking store has pictures of empty shelves yeah, everywhere
0: no but that that's just for a couple of days I, I understand. No, no, that. No, no, I mean, it's no different than when a big storm is hitting. People are out there clearing the shelves, but within a week, they have everything back on the shelves. Okay. I, I went but, to the I went to the grocery store here about uh, about an hour before the show tonight. Okay. So I walked down the the uh, the water the water aisle where the bottled water is. Mm -hmm. That was a little bit sparse, but they already had uh, pallets of water uh, ready to be restocking the shelves. Okay. And then I went down the the paper goods aisle where the, the, you know, towels and toilet paper are. They weren't empty, but they already had boxes and boxes and boxes of all kinds of paper products that they were ready to put up on the shelves. Right. So by tomorrow afternoon or by tomorrow evening, everything will be restocked. So you're saying that there's not going to be looting? No, I don't
1: think so. I'm uh, betting I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to bet that you
0: will hear a story of a huge looting by Friday of next week. Really? Do you do you think that the people who grabbed up all the shit between yesterday and today, it's still going to be a shortage by next week? I think people aren't going to.
1: I think when they're told when they can't go to work, they're going to start freaking out. Uh, I don't They're know. I, freaking- I think
0: I think the big I think the big emptying of the store shelves happened this weekend between Thursday and say tomorrow. True. But I think I think by Monday or Tuesday, for the most part, I think most of the stores will have their sh- sh- uh, shelves restocked. I don't okay. think I don't think it's going to be a big. I think the biggest run on the stores already happened.
1: So you're going with people that
0: have some money in the bank. I'm thinking the people
1: that live check the check, and they're off work because they, you know, count screws and put them in boxes, and they're laid off right now. They're gonna
0: have nothing in a week. And so they're gonna go. So they're gonna look- loot. They're gonna loot the stores, like because yes. because they don't have any money. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I, I don't know, but I, I, I'm just gonna. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I could be wrong.
1: You could be right, or other way around. But. I will bet you will hear of a looting, a major looting at a Walmart. I'm gonna even put the, the premise it'll be at a Walmart before Friday. Just 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 due to lack of funds. Due to fear. I'm not gonna say why. I'm just gonna say fear. Cause Lord knows when when the wave hit fucking New Orleans, they were stealing TVs, which made no sense in the world. There's no fucking power. <laughs> because they There's were no- free. Cause it was free and, and they could get away with it. Yeah. And with everybody on guard, police, police spread super thin. You're going to see fucking criminals be criminals. In fact, I'm going to predict, is there a Walmart and in Gary, Indiana? No.
0: <laughs> well, the closest one would be Merrillville and that would be Walmart and Costco and uh Sam's club, which is basically right in the whole same, uh, Shopping center. Sounds like a flash mob to me. Yeah.
1: I'm betting by next Friday.
0: That's me. All right. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out by next week's episode of the Classic Metal Show, which you can catch over at Roku. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Just to finish this up, everything is in chaos against me. Uh, singer, Laura Jane Grace told Rolling Stone, I don't think there's any way people can hold back release schedules because of this ridiculous lead because of the ridiculous lead times, which in this day and age are still very much planned around vinyl turnaround times for vinyl being pressed. Do you think that's true? The lead times for tickets or music for music releases. Oh, I know that's true.
1: I know for a fact that's true. There's, they don't have, there's just not very many pressing plants for vinyl.
0: anymore. No, no, no. I think what she's saying is that they're still basing the release times on, on a vinyl, uh, standard. I think so. I do think so. Yeah. yeah even though they may not be pressing vinyl, they'll just say, oh, you know, it's six months out until we release this next record or whatever. Well, and... most
1: of the bands are doing vinyl now.
0: Well, no, but no, that's not what she's saying. She's saying that in this day and age of digital releases, they're mm-hmm. still basing the release times on the old vinyl standard. You eh. fo- you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe,
1: but I, I I don't know. I I guess because I don't know anything but the rock industry. Yeah, the rock industry. It would make sense because they sell vinyl whenever. Whenever I get the pre-order for every band, and it's not even big bands. Yeah. You know, Warbringer is releasing a, you know, they're not a big band, Warbringer, and they're releasing vinyl and a, a special edition box set and all this other shit. So I would think that if they're doing that, then there's need to have all of that ready before they release. Yeah,
0: do any kind of a release. Yeah. So, so they can release it all together.
1: Yeah. I get so, it. And I would think the biggest bands, I would think the Billie Eilish or the Adele or whoever, you know, um, Eminem or whatever, they, they got to be selling vinyl too, don't they? I would think so. Yeah, so I, I would think that it's it's somewhat on that. I, I think it's silly. I, I don't even know why you, you know, what they should do is base the tour. If they were smart, what they would do is start the tour the same day as their album comes out. Yeah. So the people go to the store in the morning, they get all hyped up. They either go to the store in the morning, buy
0: the album and then go to the show or go to the show, have a good time and immediately go and spend the money. Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, and again, I don't know why other bands didn't do this. A few of them did, mm-hmm. but, but I don't know why people didn't follow the journey. Um, you know, marketing technique of providing the CD for a ticket purchase. Remember, remember, they did so, that back in what was it like two thousand and seven or something like that? Yeah, I've been to a few shows that
1: have done that. Kid Rock did that. Um, uh, Sammy Hagar and the Circle did that with their with their most recent. We got we we me John Kelly and um,
0: Steph all got a copy of the Circle's album when we went to that show. Yeah, and then Tesla sort of did that. They yeah. they, they sold the CD at the show. And then it was a double CD. And then, uh, let's see, well, you had to buy the CD at the store. And yeah. then, then you got the second CD at the show to put inside your your case.
1: Yeah, if you if you brought the case to the show, they would
0: give you the second CD. Yeah, and then you'd have the two discs. Yeah, for real to real. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. That was kind of smart. That was smart. I mean, it, it's
1: smart. It's a gimmick. Metallica did it, now that I'm thinking about it. Metallica on the last tour, anybody that bought a ticket for $150 a ticket to sit in the fucking nosebleeds, you know, at least you got a copy of hardwired Whoopee. which if you threw it as far as you could, you couldn't hit the stage from where I was sitting.
2: <laughs> you still,
1: <laughs>
0: still got to be bitter about that. I'm going to be bitter till the end. My fake hand <laughs> just
1: fucked me right in the ass. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Hale and kill caller. You're on the air.
2: Hey, listen, guys, if it were 75 degrees out, would would we be having this issue? I mean, how does a virus live in 75 degrees?
0: I don't know, dude. I'm not a scientist. I'm just going to go by what I've seen or read online that it doesn't survive in warmer temperatures, but I don't know that.
2: Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this is all coming out of China. You know these guys did it on purpose. (laughs) Because Trump, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. It came out of a lab, like they said. Okay,
0: you can believe what you want to believe. That's fine. Yeah. Why do you think that? I mean, what
1: what
2: proof do you Come have on, other man. than you saw it on a meme? Okay, back in November, Trump passes a bill banning rubber bullets and um, and you know tear gas against against China, and then like a month later, we have all this like BS about you know coronavirus.
1: <laughs> so you think, uh, and I'm asking. You think that from the time they were pissed off about a bill being stopping them from selling rubber bullets, that they quickly manufactured a virus and spread it and shut down Italy
0: and, and then spread it across the world?
2: I think they already had it going on.
0: Yeah, but why would they affect other countries if they were targeting us?
2: Because they're stupid. They didn't know it was going to get out of hand like this.
0: All, All right. that's right. okay. That's one theory. Yeah. You you go ahead and live in your little conspiracy theory, but you know, <laughs> I, I, okay I, I, got, I
2: also got another, I also got another conspiracy theory.
0: Okay. Uh, right. All right, Alex, bring it to us.
2: Yeah. Uh, Chip's enough and Donnie V, man. They're going to get back together. I think you think.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, uh, Donnie's pretty salty toward chip for whatever reason. I don't see that happening, but then again, stranger things have happened. <laughs>
2: Those guys, they need each other, man. They're great songwriters together, but by themselves, forget about it, man. Yeah, might sell ten more CDs. <laughs> hey, have you have you guys been reading Donnie V's uh, blog? I mean, he really goes into detail about, you know, that whole Clive Davis thing.
1: I did, yeah. I've read it. He's Donnie's a character. He's definitely
2: a character. <laughs> but the thing is, dude, is that he's he, Donnie V's like Don Dockett. and he'll tell it to you, like, straight up the way it is. No BS.
1: Mhm. Well, no. about certain things.
2: No, I think about a lot of things. I think he really just tells the truth. I think Chip's the one who's always like, you know, sunshine and lollipops.
0: <laughs> well, that is true. I mean, Chip tries to stay positive. Yeah, he does. Yeah. All right, dude. All right. right, dudes. All right. Go, All right back. Go back to manufacturing your uh, conspiracies. Oh, now. Oh, come on, man.
2: Don't be stupid. <laughs> you guys know that this. This is all just to to nail Trump, to make him look bad. I agree. All right, hail and kill.
0: All right, dude. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's funny.
1: Well, he's got his timing down. So they were mad about something Trump passed. Yeah, rubber bullets and tear gas. So they just tanked Italy, Tess ran it. In Italy, yeah. and it just got out of hand. Uh huh. It's meant to get out of hand here in the states. Right. Got
0: it. <laughs> well, if he really, if he really did his research, it was actually formulated in Canada first. Yeah. Then it went to China, and then they released it in China.
3: You know, it's just a false flag, Neely. It's just a false <laughs> flag operation. It comes from the comes from the frogs being gay, Neely. Right. That's what. it is. the frogs being gay was the first step. Yeah. It was the Bilderberg group and the Chinese getting together to kill us all. That's what it was, Neely.
0: I see Alex Jones got popped with a DUI.
3: Another false flag, Neely. Another false flag. Those police, they planted the alcohol on my breath, Neely. It's a false flag. It's like, what
0: are you doing, Alex?
3: Those cops were clearly globalist. Right. Those were globalist police officers, Neely. (laughs) I'll bet you they ate some of those fag frogs. I'm sure of it, Neely. It's all a false flag operation. Everything. They just want to shut me up. Because I've been telling the truth for 25 years. Nobody's believed me until now. See how it's all coming together, though, don't you, Neely? It's all going to fall apart. It's all falling apart. It's one big global conspiracy. George Soros and the Bilderberg Group are ending our lives. (laughs) The world's over, Neely. It's just over.
0: It's rules. He's a kook, but I love him. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a train wreck. You can't help but not listen. I
1: still listen to him. I I have him on as as one of my podcasts on my on my phone. Yeah, and ninety nine percent of what he says makes me laugh my ass off. Yeah,
0: but but <laughs> I can't stop. Well, you know he does he does get a nugget of truth in there periodically, but you know it's just like, dude, you know just just kind of tone it down a little bit. Uh, he's he's always a hundred percent.
1: And everything, no matter what happens, it's always a global conspiracy. Of course, no matter what it is. You know what? It rained today. Well, you know, Neely,
3: that's because the Bilderberg Group was putting together some some testing at Harp, and they used the Harp so that they could come out there and, and test that 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 weather. You know what, Neely? When they were using those frogs, making them fags, the fagginess of the frogs made them piss themselves, and that's where they got the idea to use harp to piss on us with their with their gas filled rain. Right. You see, and and when that doesn't work, that's why we got the chemtrails. Exactly. It's all it's all happening, Neely. It's the Bilderberg Group. It's the the globalists.
0: (laughs) The globalists.
3: (laughs) It's funny.
1: And thank you, everybody in the chat room that likes my Alex Jones impersonation. Thank right, you. <laughs> right. I'm glad you like it because that's a tough one on the throat. <laughs> I, As you all
0: understand, I was pulled over earlier this week. And, uh, you know, I got popped with a DUI. And, uh, you know, it's just another way of Hillary Clinton and her uh, group to try to shut me down. And, uh, you know, I never had alcohol in my
3: life. It's conspiracy once again. They poured it in my throat, Neely. They put it in there. I was just minding my own business. I was drinking a water bottle. But I tell you, it's my vitamin water, that special stuff. You can buy it over at Infowars.com. That's the only thing I would ever drink, Neely. But those damn Bilderberg people, they just came in. They put on a badge. It was the Soros Police Department. Soros, I'm telling you. And they false flagged me with the, with the DWI. That way they can shut me up because they know I'm telling the truth. They're telling the truth about everything, Neely. That's what it is. The world's wrong. I'm right. I'm Alex
0: Jones. Yeah. (laughs) What's the matter with that guy? It's great. Nothing. Again, a guy guy like that, you would think that he'd be a little more careful since he's got a target on his back anyway. Yeah. But they get popped for a DUI. Are you shitting me?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, he probably thought he'd get away with it. (laughs) He's on on everybody's radar. How does he think he's going to get away with that? Probably thinks that he can get away with it because nobody wants to be tied
1: to him getting arrested.
0: Apparently not. Oh, boy, I'll tell you.
1: Meanwhile, now he's a hero. Whoever arrested him probably got a $2 million payout from George Soros.
3: <laughs> they shut me up, Neely. They shut me up. They finally did it. Yeah. What? I'll bet I do prison. Five years. Five years of prison. <laughs> Fucking it, Bilderbergs. global conspiracy, I'm telling you. Yep. Why should the government be able to tell me how much I can drink? It's only vitamin water, for God's sake, Steely. It's available at Infowars.com. Vitamin water, vitamins. Look at how svelte I am these days. It's from drinking that vitamin water. <laughs> it prevents the
0: coronavirus. Drink that vitamin water. It's guaranteed to uh, ward off the virus.
3: Uh, Camera, you, know, you don't see uh, it with the coronavirus, do you? I, I don't s- have it. Know I- why? Vitamins over at Infowars.com. <laughs> I sit
0: behind this microphone every day. I I'm not worried about the uh, the virus. Uh, I'll bring you the show every day. I'll bring you updates. No matter what time of the day or night, uh, I'm near my phone. I'll live stream if I have to. I'll bring you the latest and the greatest updates. Uh, so, uh, you know, just support us here at Infowars.com. I'm going to need the extra money to pay my legal bills now.
3: Now that I got this DWI, I'm going to have to bar- broadcast from my secret bunker. So I can't let anybody know where I am, but I'll have plenty. I have a full year supply of vitamins down there. You know who else took my vitamins, Neely? Caitlin Bennett. That's why she's so healthy. When she was working for Infowars.com, all she did was take vitamins and suck my cock. She proved to me that she wouldn't have any gay flags and gay fags or gay frogs in her life. None. That Caitlin Bennett. What a set of tits.
0: <laughs> Hail and kill caller, you're on the air.
2: Hail and kill, Chris. I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard at that impression. That is so fucking awesome. Thank you. The thing that killed me about that article with him was yeah. he blamed restaurants for serving alcohol.
3: Well, that's the problem. See, you don't. We don't sell <laughs> alcohol at Infowars.com. There's no alcohol there, and nobody gets DWI. It's a conspiracy. I'm telling you. Drinking at the Bilderberg Tavern, of course. That's where I was. The Bilderberg Tavern.
2: <laughs> so funny. Uh, I, uh, one qu- one question about him: How did he get so buffly? What's his deal? Because his his, his his whole appearance has drastically changed in the last year. It's
0: it's the uh, uh steroids. Uh, I you know the, you take the vitamin water. We injected it with special steroids and. You know, look at me. I'm the picture of health.
2: Picture of health. Killing me. So funny. Hey, thanks for li- uh, thanks for reading the Live Nation thing. Fuck them. Hail and kill. Hey, job.
0: All right. Good props. You know, i
3: buffed up because I'm taking the super blue silver, Neely. It's 20% <laughs> off right now at Infowars.com. Make sure you take a little of that. And while you're over there, get yourself the ultimate fish oil. That'll really get you going. I'll give you the energy I have, and
0: look at me—I can talk for days. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Alex, he's the best. Yeah. All right, I say we take a break. All right. I'm gonna play a tune here. This came from uh, this came from the Dokken, uh Greatest Hits re-release. This was a new song. Actually, it was a, actually one of my favorite songs off that. Eh? It's almost over. Thank God. <laughs> so here it is, it's Dawkins exclusively here.
3: Another classic metal show. Hi, this is Don Dock And You're tuned into the Classic Metal Show, the hardest rockin' show on the dial. Keep rockin' with Dawkins.